It is Tuesday. It's your girl, Diva Danielle, and a place to be for the dynamic perspective. You know what it is on Tuesdays. I like to communicate, collaborate, so that we can talk about connections. Most importantly, I want to talk about new energy, new things going on around the world today, and also want to bring some new talent so we can learn about some backstories and understand why people do the things they do, you know, for their passion, not just a career. But, you know, before I get started. I always want to thank my sponsors because without my sponsors, I wouldn't be able to be here today. So we're going to start with Swag Media in the building all day, every day, giving me that love. Thank you very much, Swag. I want to talk about Mr. White Transport holding me down, getting me from one place to the, the other. You know how we go. And for keeping me fly and the fly is tight, you know, we want to talk about I Shot You Media Concepts. And most importantly, I'm safe with Allstate, Marcus George, making sure that the insurance needs are all taken care of. So thank you to all my sponsors for definitely being a part of the Dynamic Perspective. We appreciate you. So now, you know, guys, it's October, and October has so many different meanings for so many different people. But as you can see today, I'm wearing the color purple. And I'm wearing the color purple to signify the importance of domestic violence prevention and awareness, not only because it is something that it is rampant nowadays, but I am also a domestic violence survivor. So I am very, very pleased to be wearing purple and those people that came into my life to make me better to make me heal and to make me understand that there is life after trauma. So for all those caretakers who are out here working with those victims of domestic violence, sex trafficking, or just trauma-related illnesses, especially mental illness, please, please take my humble, humble applause for all the work that you do. Continue to be a resource and reach out to those in need. I humbly bow to each of y'all today. Now, on a lighter note, you guys, you know, you know, I'm a Steelers fan all day, every day. I'm feeling some kind of way about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Somebody better go to Pittsburgh and have a conversation because I do not like to be sitting with my fuzzy slippers on and they lose as bad as they do. Because then I got an attitude all day, you know, and the diva don't like to have no attitudes. So somebody please talk to the Steelers. Give, give me some love for my Steelers fans out there. We need some love. And big up to the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they did the damn thing. I got to give it to the Dallas Cowboys. Boys. But let me tell you, you better better be a watch out for them Falcons. Yes. We we gonna have we gonna have some tight series uh games coming up in the next couple of weeks. And so you know I'm an avid football fan, so I'm definitely you know on the watch for that. Um big up to Reggie Barnett. He was a future um I'd rather say past guest that we had here who has a future fight coming up on November 5th for the Bare Knuckle Championship. So uh we want to big up Reggie Barnett. Best of luck to you in your next bout. So, again, holiday season is upon us. This is the time where we all need to come together and put our efforts into taking care of those who are, are, are in need. When I say in need, please donate to local pantries. Uh, adopt a family. Give them a box of Thanksgiving cheer um, because there are families that are still recovering from the pandemic and the effects of COVID. And, you know, we need to be mindful of that. We need to be able to put our resources together and support those organizations that are giving out food, that are giving out um, 
monies to help with resources. So please attach yourself to a nonprofit, whether you give donations, whether you give your sweat equity, but please attach yourself to a nonprofit because without your support with these nonprofits, we would not be able to do what we do in the community. And it takes a village to raise a whole bunch of children. So let's be that village, raise these children and do what we gotta do. Now, no further ado, you guys. Let me tell you about this guest I got coming on today. So you know, I, you know, I get geeky when I, you know, I see somebody I really want to get with and we want to, we want to rock with. I, the word I want to say is phenomenal, um, gracious, uh, funny, talented, and absolutely passionate in her craft. And when you see someone that is on screen and you feel the character that they're playing and you understand the message in a particular film or TV show that they are working in or behind the scenes as a producer, you feel like you've known this person for a long time. So when I start talking about girlfriend, honey, let me tell you what we talking about. Y'all just stay with me because I'm feeling, I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling like I've been there. I know this. So you guys, I want you to Put your hands together, okay? And clap for my guest, Miss Vivian Brazil, actress and producer, you guys. Yes, let's welcome her. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So good, well, I can say good afternoon, buenos dias, uh, <laughs> buenos noches. I'm going I'm to put it all out there, you know, not everything. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. A little tired. It's been a long day, but uh, I'm just blessed to be alive and being here. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I am. I am just. I'm in awe because um, when I found out that you were going to be a guest on the show, I binged everything like three or four times, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I got to go back to some of these these films here because the characters." I was like, "I totally relate to that." <laughs> I really understand what's what's happening right here. But before we jump into the films, tell me something about you. Let our audience get to know who you are and why you're so passionate about, you know, creativity in film and short stories. Well, um, long story short, <laughs> I am uh, I'm an, actually an actress from Brazil. Um, actually, I started acting when when I got to the U.S. Uh, I'm originally from Brazil. I've been acting for a little while. Um, I have, um, as an actor, I, we always wanted to tell stories. So that's why I decided to produce my own stuff. Um, I had a big inspiration in my life. Uh, I dated Tommy from the Martin show before he passed. We dated for six years. So he taught me a lot about the craft and the, the, the passion for the art and the storytelling part. Uh, part. And that's what I tried to do with this film and with the next one that I have coming up. Not trying to say much, but I, but I already okay. lined up as well. Oh, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I did see that um, you and Tommy were very close. And one thing I can say about him is not only through his philanthropy, but how he was an educator and very very passionate about his craft and making sure that everyone was very comfortable in his or her skin when they were going out on the stage to make that character believable. And uh, the lessons that you've received from him resonate 
in your film. So yes, you know, homage to him and his loss was very sudden and, and very, you know, unexpected. And we wish, you know, his family um, all the best, you know, as they recover from the loss, but his spirit is with us all the time. So that's a beautiful thing. Yes. So now um, tell me as uh, a woman, what is the toughest aspect of being a filmmaker. I mean, you see, you don't see too many women filmmakers coming out and talking good stances and stories about things that are relatable to us. Um, I guess like this is still like the world is still very a man's world. Um, whenever you're trying to make something, it's always it's required so much more of you. Uh, even like on any profession that you're gonna do, you have to. To, to what you're going to pursue, you have to give up so much in life. So uh, to me, it's like the aspect of people not just seeing me as a pretty face and somebody that just want to be on the screen. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an intelligent woman. And I don't want to just be pretty. I want to be able to tell a story. So let me see me for that. Don't see me for my face or for what I look like. I, I can really, did you guys hear what she said? You know, sometimes it's more than just a pretty face. It's the conversation that comes with that. And you're right. You know, the industry is definitely male dominated. And we've had a lot of other producers and actresses come out and, and make strong stances about women in the industry. But one thing that is so refreshing about your films is that your films are talking about relationships or relationships that are driven by the behaviors of a man. So it's like, oh my goodness, like this is real life. You know, if you take it and you attach yourself to a character in one of your stories, you can actually become that person and understand the storyline uh, and, and be able to relate to how that works in, in real life. So with all that, are any of your movies or your your concepts based on personal experiences or just from people around or where you've traveled or people you know? Um, not really. I am the kind of person that, uh, as an artist, we always create stories in our heads. Uh, and on this particular film, one day I was driving and was during COVID, and I heard on the radio about the virtual babysitting business that COVID created. And I was like, you know, it's COVID time. People are not going nowhere. So that means people are not dating. They're not meeting anybody new. So for the people, single people at that time, people are like, you know, I'm going to die alone. <laughs> so I was like, why not create a love story from it? So that's why like, I'm always, when I see something, I try to, my imagination just starts working and start, you know, those little voices on the head start saying, you know, why not see things that way? Even like when you, as an artist, when you see rules, you think about lives that are affected by those rules. So, yeah, the, my, my films, usually my stories, I do have some things that I have written that are based on real life. But this one was not. It was just uh, a love story. You know, and this, let's segue into um, the virtual babysitter. When I first saw it, the first thing that came to mind was, wow, technology has taken over the way we manage relationships. Then I said, but then it became a relationship between yourself and the young, the young daughter and then yourself 
and the dad. I said, but then the end, it was about the technology that took over the relationship. And I, 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 my mouth was wide open because I didn't expect, you know, how, how everything flowed in the movie. And I say, like, wait a minute. Oh my goodness. She has hit on every topic that COVID has brought to life, how we live through social media, how mm-hmm. everything was about social media at that time during COVID and, and how we kind of got lost in ourselves through social media. So I commend you. I mean, I'm telling you guys right now, you need to go see the virtual babysitter because it is not what you expect. I was in awe when I saw it. I had to show it to a couple of people, you know, at work, like, oh, you got to check this out. Do this, do your lunchtime. You got to, and let's talk about it afterwards. It was, trust me, something I wasn't expecting. Good job. Very good job. Thank you. That's what I wanted to make sure I hit like unemployment. Uh, COVID really created, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, people that lost their jobs due to COVID. There was people losing their lives. There were depression that people did not talk about <clears throat> because anybody, <clears throat> I'm sorry, anytime that anybody lost anybody at home, they were by themselves. Right. Like there were funerals that people could not go to. So uh, I wanted to make sure I touched most of all the aspects with, in a beautiful way, in a way that would show people hope. So Exactly, exactly. And you also brought that, um, that kind of giddy feeling about falling in love, like it's happening, but it's really not happening type thing. So, you know, I was kind of rooting for the relationship, like, oh, yeah, this is going to work. All right. Um, so if you guys really, really want to understand what we're talking about, please go see the virtual babysitter. But I then I went back to the grown and sexy but single and I was like, uh-uh, no, she is killing it with this one right here. I said, I said the poor baby trying to tell the story, the two friends is over here to the left. Okay, is that about a, a situation that you've known about or did that happen to you, how the storyline played out? Well, the situations were a collaboration between my friends and I, the, the stories that I had heard and some that I went through as well. Um, so because dating in general nowadays is not easy anymore. With the technology, with the all this social, the online dating, and um, and also like I come from a country that there's more men than women, and then I go to Atlanta that there's more actually there's a lot more women than men, and then I go to Atlanta, I move to Atlanta where there's all more women than men again. Uh, dating in Atlanta is not easy, so I wanted to kind of show uh, people women's pers- uh, uh, or perspective on dating and and you know being out there trying to find true love, <clears throat> and it's not just. <clears throat> one thing that I want to make sure people knew is not about beating down on men and say, you know, you're doing wrong. There's a lot of things that are wrong on it as well that you need to work on ourselves because uh, like when you come into a relationship, both of you have baggages. The secret is who's willing to to, 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 to share and, and, and accept their baggages with the other person. So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah. Sexy, it. but that was a fun, that's a fun show to do. We haven't, we, we are on, uh, we paused for a little bit, but we are going to go back to filming. Through. That's what filming. I, my next question was when you guys were going to go back to filming, but you know, even with that and you, you, you hit on some very good topics, 
you know, as women, when we're dating, we're very guarded oftentimes because we, we have this um, pre preconceived image of what the perfect man is supposed to be and what the expectation is of how he's supposed to treat us and what he's supposed to give us. But you, but we sometimes we ain't got it all together either. So our expectations mm -hmm. are unfounded sometimes when you go into these relationships. And each one of the characters each had something that was unfounded that they wanted to put on expectation onto the person that they were suiting. And I was like, wow, I've probably heard this story a couple of times with my girlfriends with a glass of wine. We've all been through it. This is this is serious. I can't wait for this to come back again. So yeah, I'm going to be waiting for this. to. If you need an extra, just let me know. Okay. I'll be sitting there right there with you. Yeah. Share stories. Cause like most of the stories that we had there, is actually that happened like uh when um one of my one well, my character had uh she she invited her boyfriend over for dinner and uh she cooked and all that she's not the kind of person that would be cooking for a man but she did it for him and then he asked for tupperware to go yeah that was kind of I, I was kind of upset. I, I was hoping you was going to put some extra salt or hot sauce on the food <laughs> and you gave it to him. But then even your, your other girlfriend, when she met the other young lady and was very comfortable and very free. And I said, you know, these are topics that we don't discuss because they're so taboo, but you put it so beautifully and how they came together and, and just how the night played out. So, I, I mean, this is so relatable. Again, you guys, this, this resume that of these movies are incredible you have to take the time out and if you can binge and watch it with some girlfriends you're all going to be looking at each other like girl that's you and, <laughs> and really start that conversation but yeah. now when you make a film is your goal to set out to give a lesson or to tell more of an experience um is to not give a lesson but to find people <clears throat> that can relate and that can find that they can find some kind of healing through the story that I'm telling. Um, because like when you think about this, uh, the, um, the virtual babysitter, um, I don't want to give too much of this story, but it's just like, what do you, what do you do is not what defines you. And uh, with grown and sex, sexy but single, it's like all these women, we are out there, like every human being in life, they're looking for love. That's all we are looking for. So my, my goal is always to get people to, to heal in some kind of way and see that they're not the only ones going through whatever situation they're going through. That, that's that that's so true and even in the conflict of interest the family dynamics we mm -hmm. all somewhere down the line has had that family dynamic and mm -hmm. and how to uh work through those relationships and family because you know your hardest critics are the people in your family you know you just sometimes when you think you're doing right you're still not doing right so you still have you know that dynamic so even that story i'm, I'm sitting here like has she been in my diary? Like, how does she know all this stuff? What's what's going on? <laughs> so I, it, it, I'm t I can't tell you guys enough tonight. You have to definitely check out her resume of these. I mean, it's it's like you're talking to your sister, your homegirl, your best friend. 
she really puts it down in a perspective that we can relate to, that men and women can see the other side of the behavior to understand why things are happening the way that they do. So with that said, in, in the type of uh, films and short stories you put together, is there anything in the industry you would want to change to to make your, your films uh, go to a larger population? What would you want to do differently? Um, I want to be able to create opportunities for those who don't have. Um, and again, that, is, that comes from my experience from coming from a, 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 a country that I would not have the opportunities that I have right now. Um, so my, my, my goal with the films is always to create something that, first of all, people can relate. They can find some kind of healing and comfort from it. And also they can see themselves because like I grew up, growing up in Brazil, I never saw anybody that looked like me on TV at that time. Now there's more, of course, but there's still not enough. There's still no magazine covers that look like me. And that is a shame. So I want to be able to, people to be able to watch my film and relate and see themselves there. That is absolutely wonderful. I see we got a couple of comments coming up. So let me pull up some comments and see what the folks saying out here. So we have uh, one comment. Uh, do you do you like to act in your films when you produce them? I love acting. I love, love. Acting is my first passion. Like, really, like my first love. Um, I had um, created... The reason why I decided to produce is, first of all, number one, I have stories to tell. Not one story. I have many stories to tell. Uh, and number two is because it would give me a platform. It would open up more doors for me. But uh, I'm like in between. I started producing because of Tommy. And, uh, <laughs> and then once he passed, I was like, you know what? Let me just focus on acting because that's my passion. But I feel like it's a big puzzle. I have to be a part of each part of it because it's a part of me. That's, 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 that's you know, it's so a marriage, hand in glove marriage, because it's like birthing a baby. You, you, you know what you're carrying and you know what you want to do as far as nurturing and, and making it move. So that's, you know, unique when you see someone that comes into the United States knowing that this is what I want to do and this is how I want to be seen and be represented because you're absolutely right. There are not a lot of magazine covers. There are not a lot of movies that are headlining that are from international artists that are now making that segue into, you know, the United States the film industry as they call it. But your stories are relatable regardless to where you are in life and mm -hmm. who you are in life. So, you know, I think people need to kind of understand that. I, we, speaking of that, we got another question. Someone put here, we don't hear your accent when, oh. you're, when you're acting. We don't hear, <laughs> is, that, is that a mask? What, you, what happens to accent? Cause it's, it's so pronounced now. I feel like I still have a lot, um, but during COVID, here's the funny thing. Um, I had, I was looking for some agents to represent me and my agent said, well, Vivian, you need to be able to turn it on and turn it off whenever you need to. Okay. Uh, as an actor, you need to be, because I can 
I'm Latina, I'm a black Latina. So I can be, a, you know, it can be black, I can be Latina, and can, you know, can play many different roles. So during COVID, I went ahead and paid for dialect sessions. So I did it for like over a year. Uh, then I was like, it's not getting any better. Let me go ahead and quit this because I wanted to, I decided to go ahead and focus on being a good actor instead of being an actor without an accent. So in, with, with that, it feels like my accent is kind of lowered when I stopped caring about it. It's just like about life. When you stop caring about how people think or how people, people pursue you, then, you know, you get better. So if the accent, I feel like, I still feel, I still feel like I have a lot, very heavy, but it's funny to hear people saying that I don't, they don't hear anything. On my movie, a lot of people said that they didn't hear it, except yeah, for like yeah. in the beginning a little bit. And I was like, okay, that's good. <laughs> but my, my thing's like, now I don't care about not have, I'm about having the accent anymore. I want, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me as much as I did, it did before. Well, I bet that, like I said, I didn't hear it in the movie. So now to hear it, it's like, huh, okay, that's, that's different. But, but then that keeps us guessing. So that's even better. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so now what's on the horizon for you? You, I mean, you have you have a large credit. You, I think you produced six different movies, right? You've mm -hmm. been in what, uh, like maybe sixteen different appearances or different movies, television shows. I mean, I had to go back to meet the Browns to see, like, is this, this is not the same person? Like, you have been, <laughs> I have seen you, but now I'm like, I'm seeing you. If if that makes sense, like now I know the face with the name and and all the things that you've done. I mean. Even when, and why did you get married too? I was like, wait, she is the person in the airplane. Like all this stuff just started like coming together. So you mm -hmm. have been around for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So as your portfolio gets bigger, what is something that you are aspiring to do that, you know, we can be looking for? He's a, uh, I want to act more, of course. I want to be able to be in more shows and films, but I also with especially creating this two less projects that is grown and sexy, but single in uh, the virtual babysitter. Um, it gave me that fire back on like, I really like being a part of this. And just, it's so much work people don't realize because the editing and, you know, it's like, we're not done whenever they say cut. Uh, but I want to do more acting and I want to produce more films and uh, shows. I already have something else written that uh, I'm going to hopefully be able to shoot in December. I don't know, but I already have some great actors that is uh, lined up to play some parts. And some, uh, there are some great names, some are like great friends of mine. Um, Here's the, the interesting story. That's why uh, people, we never know who you're exposed to and how opportunities are going to present to you. Right. I went to my screening in LA for my film, which was like amazing. I just, people really like reacted to each scene. It was like amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, and at the end they had the, they just brought me up and, you know, to ask questions, blah, blah, blah. So just a quick interview. So I look at the audience and I see this actor. He has been working. His name is Terrell 
heels. He's been doing so many things. He just had a show came, coming out on um, on Stars, and he was in the audience. And I was like, oh, hi. I met him like many, many years ago with Tommy. So at the end of the, the, uh, pro, uh, the interview, he came to me and we talked. He was like, you know, if you have anything else coming up, I would love to be a part of your project. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yes. And then I was, the other day I was, I went uh, live on Facebook and Mark Christopher Lawrence, he's like a great friend with Tommy and he stayed my big brother after Tommy passed. And so he came uh, to watch me live and I was like, hey, Mark, oh, I have a project that I want you to be a part of it. And uh, he, I said, uh, okay. I said, do you really want to play? He said, yeah, send me the, the script. So he's, uh, for people who don't know, he was on Chuck. He's like, he's a, a working, working actor, like busy all the time. But he's going to be on my film. Okay. okay. <laughs> I am ex Now I'm like, I'm waiting for the anticipation now because I, I am thoroughly looking forward to following um, your creative juices and, and, and where you plan on going and how you plan on uh, recreating. Do you ever think about writing a book to help someone who, who wants to get into the industry, who feels that there's not enough representation of Black Latinos? I, I do. Um, I, have, I have started a few times. I'm not a writer. I have great ideas. I'm just not a writer. <laughs> but I have actually, uh, I want to write, one of the books that I want to write is about grieving. People okay. just don't, you know, a lot of times whenever anybody loses anybody in life, uh, it's easy for anybody that is outside to say, you know, just move on. It's, everything's fine. This person would like to see you happy. But it's not this person's you. So I want to write a book on that. And I do want to write a book on my journey. Because um, one thing that I want to be, I want to, the young Vivians growing up that was so, had so much low self-esteem, I thought I was cursed when I was a child. And that is not right for a child to feel like that. So I want to, them to see me and be inspired and say, I can be just like that. that and no terrible. matter where they're from, they can be an American, they can be from Brazil, no matter where they're from, because like where I came from, yeah, I was very, I, 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 I had to be a lot of odds to get where I am. And thank God, you know, I've been strong enough to be here. And I had like, I was blessed to have people, the right people around me, the people that loved me and cared about me for me. So that's for, that's very powerful. And I think young ladies nowadays uh, with the sensationalization of social media and the expectation of what you're supposed to look like, how you're supposed to look, um, magazines determining uh, what size you're supposed to be, you tend to lose the essence of just being you mm -hmm. and, and loving you where you are at that place and time and finding people that's like-minded to help you go through your journey. We become so closed in when we're ashamed of 
where we are, what we look like, or how we speak, or um, what the perception of what people think what we're doing it doesn't meet the society's normal. You know, we we tend to uh, criticize ourselves the hardest, and then it's you know it's a spiral effect. We end up um, with issues with uh, mental health, self-confidence, we, we have a trauma, we, we have addictions that, you know, all these things that come about because we're just uncomfortable with being ourselves and you starting that platform of saying, look, look at me, I have overcome all these things, look at me. I've had these people in my camp who's made me successful, not just by actions, but just by words of encouragement. Just, you know, um, being faith driven, you know, understanding your purpose and and not seeing everything as a negative, but growing to a positive. I mean, you you bring that and then you, you bring such a elegance to it. So that's why I asked about writing a book or, or, or maybe um, doing some coaching for some young ladies or mentorship or something like that, because you're definitely anointed to give them that just by who you are and where you come from. So, you know, I, I'm putting that in the air. If you decide to do anything of that magnitude, we are here for you and however but we can help you because you definitely have that blessing upon you and I could see it growing. And, and that's amazing, absolutely amazing. So tell us about this film festival. I mean, the the, 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 the virtual babysitters up, you know, I done voted a couple of times. Tell us about this, this film festival coming up. Come on now, talk to me, what's happening? I am so, so excited about this film festival. Um, first of all, it's because it's going to be a bigger pl platform for me in Atlanta. Atlanta is the, the place in the United States that really took me in when I first moved, moved to, to this country. So it feels like showing my film to my family. And uh, because like I was excited about LA, but now it's like, it's home. It's my family watching. It's people that actually know me, has known me for so long and they, they had seen my struggles. And they, you know, they're happy, genuinely happy for me. So uh, on November the 5th, at 12.30 p.m. It's going to be screening at the Hyatt, at the perimeter area. Um, so people can go, can, uh, and for them to come and watch the film, they can pay only $10 for the whole day. They can watch all the films they're going, that they're going to be screening that day. But of course, you want to come in and watch mine, especially. Yes, yes, we're, <laughs> we're, being, we're, we're, we're dropping that right now, okay? The virtual babysitter. And I am gonna put on my website, you guys, the link to where you can um, vote. So please, you have until October 30th to get your votes in. And trust me, when you see this, you're gonna wanna keep hitting the vote button the whole time. It is definitely worth um, taking the time out. Um, before we get ready to you know, close out, any encouraging words that you want to give um, new people that are interested in producing, writing, acting, um, women, women of color? What what affirmations would you want to leave us with? Before we go there, um, I would like to first, before giving any encouragement word, I just want to send a shout out to my um, my co-creator from Grown and Sexy But Single, Natasha Gothers. She, we worked so hard on that show. 
and and I also want you to thank all the uh, the crew and the cast that worked hard as well. So you, they were awesome. Um, for the virtual babysitter, I came to the person that I chose to direct for with the story one day, and she she loved it. She said, "Well, let's do it." Where's the script? I was like, oh, I need to find a writer. So <laughs> I found this amazing writer. His name is Marcus Reese, and he wrote this amazing script. And then later I had, like, I came to Rod, um, Rod Minger, comedian and actor, and he did an amazing jo a job doing uh, playing as my uh, co-star. Uh, Shay's niece, uh, Michael, played the daughter, and then I had some, but uh, some of the cast members that actually donated his house for the whole weekend for us to use uh, Michael Hodge and uh, my editor, uh, Chris and Algie. Like, I had this amazing casting crew. So I truly, truly appreciate them being there for me and believing in my, my work and my, the story that I had to tell. So I really, truly appreciate them. Yes, yes, yes. And we appreciate the, the, the finished product because the finished product is absolutely flawless. And um, before we get ready to go, I just want to tell anyone out there tonight, please, I want you to, this is your homework assignment, the virtual babysitter, okay? Grown and grown and sexy, but single. Yes, some of us going real, really right to that. So that's a wine and a couple of girlfriend conversations. Uh, the conflict of interest. Definitely. These are some films that are relatable, that definitely attach to someone's storyline, either yourself or someone that you know. We want to definitely thank our producer, our artist, our writer, uh, our, our, our sister in kind, Miss Vivian Brazil. Yes, we are so happy that you have been with us tonight. You guys follow her. She's on Facebook. I am putting the link up on my website. This is, we need to encourage and make this the change and seeing more of our, our Black Latinas out there doing the thing. Because not only are we pretty in the face, baby, we got the intelligence to go with it. So we got to work it out. Miss Vivian, we thank you so much for being with us tonight. And we look forward to seeing some more things in the future so please all join me as we thank Ms. Vivian for being on the show again tonight yes 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 we appreciate you now before you I get so ready to leave before I get ready to leave you guys you know I want to leave with you a couple of things we've heard some things tonight that is absolutely true you just don't want to be a pretty face you want to be the person that walks into the room and they hear every word that you're saying because your intelligence speaks louder sometimes than the cosmetics that they see. We also want to understand that our self-worth is not defined by what we wear, but who we are. So we need to be able to understand our self-worth. And when you're not sure of these things, you need to align yourself with people that are going to give you that encouragement, that is going to give you the love, the structure, and the foundation for you to move forward because you're not alone. Always remember you're not alone. These films that are out today are talking about real life experiences and someone you know may be able to have the same conversation. As we go into the winter months and we get ready for the holidays, it's time for you to realize the most important thing that we have other than these holidays are the people into which you celebrate them with. So please celebrate now. Love on yourself now. Love your people now. Love where you come from now. Love where you are in this moment right now because it's not guaranteed. 
And as I tell you all the time, I don't know what your beliefs are, but if you walk in faith, you will always maintain and, and be taken cover. So know that. Now, this is me. You know, your diva always bring it to you 100. I don't play around with it because I like to give it to you. So this Tuesday, we have been enlightened. We have been able to hear from someone who is anointed, who is going to bring us some more jewels. I'm going to tell you now, you got to October 30th to put your votes in. So I'm going to put that information up, okay? Definitely, definitely, definitely take the time out to reinvest in things that are crucial to our relationships and that's communication the biggest thing communication we have to learn to communicate and you know here on a perspective i'll give it to you we want to talk about connection we want to talk about communication and collaboration it's me your diva danielle i'm bringing it to you this tuesday like i always do i love each and every one of y'all i told y'all someone who knows someone on the steelers they better talk to them next weekend i want to see a good Steelers game i want to get my feelings hurt you guys somebody holler at me but until next Tuesday, I'll see you guys. I'm out. Peace and love. Thank you, Miss Vivian. Until next time, it's the Dynamic Perspective. <laughs>